Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Knight, and welcome to Unsettled, the Feather News podcast where we discuss current events and anything that enrages everyone. And I'm Sean Loose Moose, using my moose-like voice to call you into our wilderness, baby. It's Loose Moose time. Our first episode is brought to you by Little Pond's Gambling Problems, Golden Horse Casino. Aye! There's nothing finer than a Little Piner's Casino on the outskirts of Lloyd, but on the Saskatchewan side, so there's five less racists. On today's episode, we'll be going through our Anyway segment for some current events, and we'll have a call-in from one of the deadly aunties. Plus, we got sponsors and a call-in from Canada Day Karen to see what they think of Canada Day this year. And finally, we close out the episode with a very special guest from beyond the grave, John A. McDonald. Who knows how we did it? Maybe it's a mirage? Maybe it's... Spiritual. Stay tuned to find out. Yeah, we we probably won't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) The air's been thicker than a hot box in an uncle's shed. There are rumors that Uncle Gary started a fire up north just to get his nephews to dry up and get to work. When confronted about this, Uncle was just like, Holy, don't even accuse me of that. These tug guys sleep until 5 o'clock. When I was their age, I was living on council, living it up, getting per diem. They don't even know what the hell a per diem is. Do you know what a per diem is, Sean? Oh, I love per diems. Oh, me too. Anyways. The Red Cross started giving blankets to people outside the lighthouse, and people just let it happen. Why wasn't anyone making a fuss? Well, local Saskatoon indigenous hero, Dougie, grabbed all the blankets and burned them while screaming, Not again! Anyways. Sean Loose Moose has not received any Indigenous People Day gigs after the last year, when he called fellow Indigenous people brown, shattered, and broken granola. Instead, they hired Conway Kokanee, who didn't even make it due to legal reasons. Anyways. In Saskatoon, statistics show arson is up, while home fire keeping is down. Can we blame these home fires on the fact that families don't have supper together anymore? I think so. Hell, I know so. Just look at my aunt. She couldn't cook a meal to save her life, and her kids all left the coop when they turned 18. Anyways. A local has been driving through the park, and no one knows why. And no one can catch him. The point is, don't drive your car through the park. You might hit someone's dog. Anyways. Some NHL players are standing up against wearing gay pride jerseys in warm-ups before games. One player claimed that it goes against his religion, stating... God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, while another claimed that he feared for his family's lives back home in Russia. Okay, that's legit. They're crazy over there. But religion? Come on. We all know how Father Bad Touch feels about same-sex relations. Anyways. Speaking of Russia, Putin is threatening Quebec with a long, drawn-out war that will put his country's economy in the gutter over the name of Canada's best gift to the world, Poutine. Putin is quoted as saying, yeah, it's freaking delicious, but the kids, they call me Vladimir Putin, and they are making me look bad by disappearing after saying the damn Poutine thing. Our source for the story has also mysteriously disappeared. Anyways. Potheads and the LGBTQ2S community are experiencing a renaissance in community building after Potheads mistake the Grindr app for a weed app. Anyways, childcare experts have shared proper methods to keep our youths from making TikTok videos and becoming troglodyte trolls with the attention span of a goddamn fish. Hi, I'm Danny. The experts recommend actually spending time with them. And no, that doesn't mean you have to stop making TikToks or mindlessly doom scrolling your evenings away. It just means you have to take them for the occasional walk, 
feed them, water them, and give them the love and affection we gave Neopits and Tamagotchis. We millennials desperately craved this attention while we were throwing our bikes into the river, rolling cigarettes for cook'em, and rage quitting when your older brother wouldn't let you win at Goldeneye. Anyways. This next news item is high on the sexy scale. Drake is being sued by an Instagram model after a romantic night ended with her putting hot sauce in her own vagina. Ouch! But don't worry, because apparently this has led to a new brand of Drake-sponsored hot sauce called The Burning Clit. This episode of Unsettled is sponsored by The Burning Clit. Anyways, that was our news segment called Anyways. Anyways, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Corner Store Garlic Coil. Now in 15-pound loaves. The more it coils, the less cooking oil you need. Try our new 10-foot rattlesnake coil. So much beef, by the time you get to the end, it's poisonous. Throw it in between some pieces of baked bannock, because it's greasy enough. That's right, it's Corner Store Garlic Coil. It looks the same coming out as it does going in. Well, we hope you enjoyed our current events segment, but now we're going to bring something to you a little bit more wicked. That's right, our favorite comedians, the Deadly Anties, bringing you the Cree word of the day. Take it away, Anties! Hello, my name is Shai Sap, and today's word of the day is brought to you by a Deadly Auntie. The word of the day is tugai. It's a Cree word for penis. Tugai is a noun, as in, that guy had a small tugai. It can also be used as an insult, as in, you're acting like a real tugai today. It can also be used as an expression of surprise, anger, confusion, or disbelief, as in, tugai, where'd my keys go? Tugai. T-U-G-U-Y, Tugai. Okay, now for our call-in section of the show. We pride ourselves on being avid listeners to our audience, so we have a call-in segment where you can have your say. Welcome to the call-in segment. Our first caller is Karen Kylie Karenson. Hey, Karen, how you doing? I'm doing good. That's great. What's on your mind today, Karen? Happy belated Canada Day! <laughs> or it would be happy if it wasn't for all the negativity surrounding it. You know what I mean? Yeah, celebrating Canada Day sure has a different vibe nowadays. OMG, right? <laughs> I'm happy you notice. I miss the good old days, you know? Like, where we could sit mimosas with the girls and then drive around town celebrating what we love. Uh, excuse me, did you say drinking and driving? <sighs> mimosas. You can have like five and be buzzing and good to drive. God knows I need a few of those to get to soccer practice rides. Right. Okay, but aside from mimosas and being day drunk, what's on your mind? Karen, you still there? Are you okay? Oh yeah, fine. Um, great actually. But I just could be better, you know? Can't we all? Yeah, I just feel like celebrating Canada Day is just being overshadowed, you know? But by what? Oh, you know, the brown agenda. The what? 
I just want my Canada to be the way it used to be. I just hate walking around and saying I care about things I'm supposed to care about. It's cray. Like, first it was all like, okay, 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 maybe all Indigenous people aren't thieves and drunks. And then it was like, maybe Indigenous people shouldn't be called Indians. <laughs> but like, sure, fine. Like, OMG, when will it end? <laughs> you know how hard it is to enjoy a boat ride and making sure you're not saying like, Indians, Indians, Indians. <laughs> but why would you even say that? Oh, like, come on, it's Canada Day. Just let me be me. Ugh, all this BS is stressful. Like, how am I supposed to enjoy Canada Day knowing Canada's history? Like, what are we even celebrating? Well, uh, uh, yeah. I wish I had a time machine. I would just go back to 2014 and really get a good Canada Day celebration in. Like, back when we had something to celebrate. Oh, a flippin' time machine would be awesome. Let me know when you figure that out. Well, other than its stab-you-in-the-back history, what accomplishments does Canada have to celebrate? A uh, human rights charter was made here and accepted worldwide. Yeah, but should we celebrate something we weren't even allowed to sign after Canada made it? Ugh, okay, I don't need to know things like that. Well, um, we could celebrate other things that Canada has made. Such as? Uh, Frederick Tisdall. He was one of the co-creators of Pablum, the miracle food that revolutionized feeding widow child babies. So we can celebrate him. Uh, I, I hate to rain on your parade, but between 1942 and 1952, Canada's most prominent nutrition scientists, including Frederick Tisdall, performed highly unethical research on thousands of Indigenous people and kids. They starved little Indigenous kids for research. Oh, hot diggity damn. Well, um, like, uh, the Canada arm. That's pretty cool. Space arms! Well, she's got us there. Frickin' space arms are sweet. Oh, maybe I should hop on one of those SpaceX rockets and celebrate Canada Day far away from all the guilt. <laughs> I can be a space racer racist! Well, you heard it here. Space arms are sweet and probably the only thing Canada can celebrate guilt-free. But to be safe, let's not look into its history or its creation or any of its creators. Thank you very much for joining us, Karen. Hey, is she trying to go to space to get away from all us Indians? That might be a good thing. And now, we are here with the so-called father of Confederacy, Uncle Genocide, Mr. Smallpox himself, John A. McDonald. Johnny Mac, how are you today? I am just splendid. And wait, who are you and what are you doing here? Knock it off with that nonsense, bro. You are on native land right now, which reminds me, we should probably do the thing. Oh, the thing. Oh, well, hold on. Later on. Okay, we'll just, we'll just we'll, we'll pin that for now. We just need to settle down our guest first. And uh, what, what, what should we do? Mm, we should give him some whiskey. Ooh. Some of that fire water, bro. Oh, yeah, good idea. Here you go, Mr. Johnny. Ah, thanks, my Indians. Hey, hey what is this thing? Ooh, well, that that is a microphone. And this is a podcast studio, uh, also a kitchen. And we are Indians, you know, except we're called indigenous now. Sure, but who's this? I am Sean Loose Moose. You tried to get me killed. But guess what? 
We're still here. And if you think... <laughs> Settle down. This is a distinguished podcast. We can't let our listeners know that we're actually wild Indians. So what's on your mind, fellas? Well, Canada Day just passed, and as you know, our country, for some reason, still considers you a hero. But did you know your legacy is being actively erased? Oh, is that so? Please enlighten me on the ways I am being erased. Wait, wait. How do we know this is the real John A? Well, I mean, he's pretty white and Scottish, but we probably should ask him a few questions before we proceed. This Indian is right. Go on, give it to me. Okay, well, if you are the real John A, fill in the blanks of this quote. Blank, blank, the blank, blank. Ah, kill the Indian in the child. It's him. It was really fast. It was like too fast. That's one of my greatest hits. It was a great political slogan to get the public to follow our policy of assimilation. It's kind of catchy, isn't it? Hey, you, you know, in the end, you kill the Indian in the child. Could be a cool line in a rap song or something. But uh, it's kind of like make America great again, too. What's that? Oh, America. How are they doing, by the way? I miss my brethren from over there. Times were good when Barack Obama was in office, but ever since then, it's been ever sick, bro. Who's that? I don't know if he can handle this, but uh, here, here's a photo. Leonard, pass me that thing. Wow, preposterous. You Indians are pulling a fast one over old Johnny. There's no way one of those is in public office. We're serious, bro. They got the vote in the 60s. Barack Obama was their first black president and was voted into office in 2008. I think I'm going to be sick. Ever sick, if you will. Next thing you're going to tell me that Indians can vote. Oh, we can, but we don't. And if we do, we don't tell anyone. Well, that's great news. Anyways, we were just about to tell you how your legacy is being erased. Are you ready for this? I'm all ears. Nothing you can tell me will shock me as you already have done. Right now, we are removing statues that were made of you. There were statues of me? Yeah, big ones, small ones, some the size of your head. But there were statues. This country did love me. Oh, how happy I am. A statue for me. This calls for another drink. Say, do you Indians want a swig? Oh, well, one couldn't hurt. <laughs> Trying to get me drunk, hey? Uh, okay, you've done this before. You've done this before, you rabble rouser, you sneaky little Scott. I know, I know. I can be a little piece of shit sometimes. And, and they are removing your name from buildings and universities. Ooh, look at you guys, the bigger guys trying to remove my history. Well, I'll have you know that you're doing to me what I did to you. Erasing history is my thing. Get Ooh. your own idea. Well, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I, I didn't think yeah, about it like that. Yeah, what the heck? Like, you're not even bothered in any way that we are painting you as a genocidal maniac who contributed to the intergenerational trauma endured by our people? Look, I'm the least genocidal person you'll ever meet. You should meet all the politicians who enabled me at the time. Now, those were some genocidal maniacs. Why should they get off easy? You are forgetting that there was no opposition when enacting the policy of assimilation. Oh. This country was united in erasing all of you. It was the common joke at the time. Ugh. Us government leaders used to say to each other all the time, the only good side is the genocide. That's, that's actually pretty clever, but really dark. Yeah, what the hell, bro? And for the record... I can't help but notice you guys are speaking English. Oh, no. Where is your ancestral tongue and ah. where are your languages? He's got us there, bud. Funny you telling us that when you destroyed our language yourself. Sean, <laughs> settle down. Settle down. We, we, we need to finish the interview. We need well, to finish the interview. Well, where are you learning? Where I'm are you? taking steps, okay, to relearn my language. 
using this damn app. And that's one of those Cree speaking apps? Yeah, bro. What's an app? It's a it's a phone app. Like it's a for an application for yeah, you know. It's we can order food off of it. It's pretty sweet. You know, since you came around, there's like no more buffaloes left. So we kinda gotta use our phones to order food. And I'm sad that you killed them all. But I'm also sad you kinda killed all our language too. Boom! Roasted! I've got to give it up to all of you. It seems like things are going quite well for you all. Too well, I might add. So, my policies didn't finish the job? No, we are still here, and uh, we're thriving. It's nice. I get to go to the store, and people kind of look at me funny, but not as much as before, so that's cool. And you know what, my kid? He's learning the traditional ways, so in your face. And there are many more families out there who are doing the same thing. Yeah, and I'm all scratched up because I took down a cougar the other day. <laughs> Bravo, my boy. Good to know hunting practices are still in effect, I guess. Here's a photo. This is going to blow his mind. Oh, that is allowed? First of all, I thought you meant the feline version. Since when is this possible? Uh, well, since we've been able to... Well, I mean, white women always wanted to sleep with us. It is nowadays we call it reconciliation, baby. Woohoo! You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? John, do you know what I'm saying? I will never recover from this. Well, don't worry there, whiskey breath. You will always be on the $10 bill. Well, for now, for now. Well, thanks, guys. I really enjoyed coming to talk with you today. Like I said before, I can really be a piece of shit sometimes. Yeah, we know. We all know. Anyways, it's been fun to talk with you on this award-winning podcast. And before we go, we wanted you to say something for us. Can you read this out loud? Sure. What is this? Just read it. Just read it. Hurry, here, here, here. Okay, okay. We acknowledge we are on unceded native territory on Treaty 6, homeland of the Métis. This land continues to be home to diverse indigenous peoples, First Nations, Métis, and Inuit, whom we recognize as contemporary stewards of the land and vital contributors of our society. Got him! Boom! You heard it here first. Sir John A. MacDonald just gave us a land acknowledgement. Everyone says this. Everyone says this freaking thing before they do anything nowadays. Really? I get it, but it's kind of useless. He's got a point. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our exclusive interview with Canada's genocide in chief, Sir John A. MacDonald. Now scram! I'm going, I'm going, jeez. Let go of my foot! Uh, well, I'm Daddy Knight. And I'm Sean Loosemoose. And this has been... The Unsettled Podcast. Thank you for sticking around. If you like what you, what you hear, sign up for our Patreon and you'll get an exclusive third podcast every month. Yeah, you can find all the details on thefeather.ca. And you can choose how much you want to give us. More than, more than treaty money, please. Ten bucks a month ain't so bad. You know, I pay $14 a month just to watch Japanese wrestling live. I, I don't think it's, ja- it's Japanese, but I don't think it's wrestling that he's paying for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs>